Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Have you ever seen a rising star just have a massively successful year, and then all of a sudden, you just never hear about them again? You might be wondering, well, where did this person go? If it's in sports, maybe they had a breakout season, maybe won a few awards, uh, made it to the All-Star Game, or even an MVP, but then for the next two, three, four years, like nothing right and all of a sudden you the person who you thought was going to be this massive success this huge hall of famer just doesn't exist anymore well this is the same thing too with musicians they have like the one hit wonders they come out with this massively successful song such as like the macarena back in the 90s vanilla ice with ice ice baby just so many other artists that have come out and just had this massive hit that just takes over the world everyone knows about them they're on top of the billboards they're on every award show they're just all over the place you can't turn on the radio or watch a movie or a tv show without hearing this song and then three four five years later well that person is not even remembered we can't even remember who sings the song or their name or anything that they're up to these days well today we're going to really dive into how that can happen in the nft world and i'm going to actually collide uh, two of my passions to create this episode. Uh, Those of you that that know me, I am uh, very passionate about marketing, Web 2.0, all those different things. And one of the people that I have really been following that have inspired me to do a lot of things as far as uh, online and in many ways, even this podcast is a guy by the name of Russell Brunson. Anyone that is familiar with internet marketing, click funnels, or just the word funnels in general has probably heard his name at some point. And it's probably not someone who has uh, the name has ever come up in this uh, Web3 world as far as NFTs or anything like that, because really that is not his thing. However, some advice that I was listening to uh, from a podcast, an interview that he did when he was speaking to Tony Robbins and uh, Dean Graciosi and a couple other guys that you might know the name of really sparked some ideas about this whole NFT space. And even in the marketing world, in the Web2 world, there are a lot of people that come out with a massively successful a viral video or a top-selling book or they uh, release a course that makes millions of dollars overnight and then that's it. They fall off. They You never hear from them again. And we can see a lot of that in the NFT space where these overnight success projects that pop up, they sell out in 10 seconds or whatever it is, just massively successful launch. And then over time, the project just sort of dies out and you never really hear about them again. The community loses interest. The floor price starts to fall. And what we thought was going to be the next Bored Apes Yacht Club or a CryptoPunk, something that would be around for the test of time in a matter of weeks or months is gone. And I'm not talking about a rug pull project where the founders just pull the plug, they don't deliver and just take off and shut down the website and disappear with everything. I'm actually talking about a community that actually launched. Maybe they even fulfilled their roadmap. But As we know, in this space, things are coming out literally daily and something else comes along that really steals their interest, steals their thunder. And before you know it, that whole community just sort of shifts their attention towards something else. And what seemed like this Hall of Fame collection just became a one hit wonder overnight. And in many cases, this is basically like marketing syndrome. If you have followed anyone that's in the space that's always selling something, it's like they move on to the next thing. Everyone has that one friend is one minute they're in insurance, they're in real estate. Next minute, they're into some uh, multi-level marketing scheme where they're trying to sell you get rich quick program. Then they're selling vitamins or whatever it is. And they're just all over the place. And for a period of time, yes, they might be winning all these awards and having these sales contests and driving a nice car. But over time, they always end 
back up at zero, back to square one. And just because of their personality, they're resilient and they know how to launch the next thing, but they never really build a long lasting business or really carve out a name for themselves to be a quote unquote hall of famer in one particular industry or area. Well, in this NFT space, a lot of projects that do launch, that is sort of how they approach the project itself. So much energy, so much time, all the marketing, all the promotions, building up the community, building up the Discord, the Twitter and everything, and then preparing for this launch. And then once it is over, that roadmap, everything sells out. It's like, great, now what? They try to move on to the next thing. And most of the time, it's not even like they had some sort of um, nefarious intention or they were trying to just uh, disappear. It's just a lot of times, uh, that's just how the entrepreneur mind is wired and unfortunately when it comes to community building company building and creating something that's going to last for years or decades or even generations it takes a completely different mindset a completely different personality to head up that project or head up that community or whatever that mission is and by no means am I an expert in trying to judge out which project is going to absolutely be the next massive king this massive hit that's going to last and really change the face of the industry But when I'm evaluating a project and its founder and the community itself, I sort of judge it through the lens of a marketer. Is this just an offer? Are they really just trying to sell out the mint or are they building something that's going to last and uh, withstand the test of time? Because the vast majority of these projects and these launches, if you listen to Gary Vee or you listen to anyone, this is nothing new. I'm not, you know, um, breaking news or uh, releasing some groundbreaking information when I say the majority of them are going to zero. They're going to fail. uh, The they're going and that's the reason why they're just moving on the community is moving on to the next thing the project uh, developer whoever it is they're gone to the next thing and creating something that's going to last the test of time as I said it takes a completely different mindset so when you're building a company or in this case with these projects if they are constantly just pitching the next thing that is being released the latest dropped well eventually all those the audience that is following them is just going to get tired of them because at the end of the day the money is going to run out you know you can't just keep going back to the well to the same people and basically offering just different things you know today you're launching uh apes and then next uh month you're offering some robots and then after that you're doing lions or something and i'm talking about just going all over the place and different things so the entrepreneurial mindset is coming to haunt a lot of these uh project launches because really an entrepreneur's mind is always to eat what they kill because generally speaking they they are of the mindset that things are in abundance you can always make more money you can always create another project ideas are no shortage and they have the will the drive and the motivation to always create another offer. But now it takes a a little bit more of a strategic mindset, someone who's not so much of an alpha to really have the personality to um, build something that's going to last for a period of time and understanding, okay, it is not the next offer that we should be working on as a project or as a team. What can we do to help to foster the community? What can we do to offer something that's going to add value to the people that have already uh, purchased the first launch rather than launching some something completely different with a different identity and hoping that one sells out. Well, how can we do certain things and not just uh, putting the design and the artwork on t-shirts, but I'm saying a very creative way that actually adds value back to the community, how they're going to, uh, let's say, rally around sort of a cause or uh, take on identity as a project and a community. So all the holders can then be also invested in the mission, be invested in the message that is being spread through that project 
and it, there's no shortage of uh, good people that have amazing intentions and in what they're trying to do. But in many times, uh, business people see that as not an extension as to what kind of offer that they are making as an entrepreneur. And then they have their private life where th- that is where they're going to uh, add value into the world. They're going to have charities and what have you. But you can see a lot of brands, a lot of companies intertwine this in everything that they're going to do, whether it is the, the charity is built in. I'm not talking specifically about um, NFT projects that say they're going to have a DAO that's going to be tied into the charity. I'm speaking about a company that really is invested into what they're doing. They absolutely love it. And just a few uh, examples that I can think of off the top of my head, or even with Russell Brunson with the whole ClickFunnels. By the way, this word funnel is just a word that we use in internet marketing. It is basically the sales process or the journey, I should say, that a customer goes on from the point when they first hear about whatever it is that you're offering to the point when they make a purchase, come into your world, and uh, really become a lifelong customer. That is the whole process, starting big with the wide net that you're casting and narrowing it down to just like the shape of a funnel to the actual person, the perfect customer that really needs to come into your system. That is what I mean by funnel. He is so passionate about funnels that literally everything that he does somehow relates to funnels and bringing back to online marketing, teaching people and uh, building communities and being able to have an impact on uh, schools and charities and what have you. We can even think of, uh, let's say, a little bit more of a corporate Goliath, if you will, the late Steve Jobs, who obviously is known for Apple. Well, he was so passionate about creating these things and not even so much the tech, to be honest. It was just having simple brands, simple marketing and sending a message that really wanted to shape the, the, the face of the world. And, you know, other guys on the team, such as Wozniak, when the other Steve, if you will, if you ever researched Apple, he was really focused on the tech and all the coding and all the hardware and the machinery and all those different things. But Steve Jobs now uh, was always focused on the story, the brand. What what can he do to basically build this massive company and not necessarily just constantly innovating and coming out with new products? Because uh, many times, if you really research uh, uh, Apple, they're not really the most innovative company. What they tend to do is they integrate everything that they have already built in another way. And this is really going off, uh, off topic. This just came to my head. And it's really just perfect for this whole analogy of the system is if you Think of when Steve Jobs launched the iPhone. Well, to many people, they might have saw that as, okay, this is just the next tech gadget that the company is going to venture into. At that time, there were still Apple computers, but now they're just simply Apple because what the iPhones ended up doing the iPhone ended up doing is basically taking on the entire face of their uh, company. And really right now, everything that Apple does is somehow connected to the iPhone. Just to give you an example, all the Macs, all the OS system updates somehow integrates to make uh, flowing data, flowing images and and, and things uh, easily and seamlessly to the iPhone. Then the iPhone the iWatch plugs easily into uh, the iPhone ecosystem. They have the the Apple Card that they partnered with Goldman Sachs to offer. I believe it was Goldman Sachs. And that is just 100% related to the iPhone. Really, if you don't have an iPhone, you're not getting that card. And everything that they do, the smart TVs, the health, and you know the, the services that they offer, whether it be Apple Music, you know, once upon a time, they were selling songs and albums one at a time to uh, fill up an iPod. But now it's 
it's all an ecosystem built on the success of the iPhone. Within the last two years, they released these tags, which help people to find things. And there is a company out there that was already doing this tile that was helping people find their cell phones and keys and all sorts of things. You could put it on your purse, your, your, your backpack, your laptop, and you can track down all these different things while Apple released this and just plugged it into the ecosystem of the iPhone. And all of a sudden, their network is so much bigger than a company that was in the space for such a long time. Because at the end of the day, Apple is not just releasing the next uh, greatest um, tech. And then many times, all they're doing is integrating tech or an idea that's already out there into their entire ecosystem. And that is why they hit the $3 trillion valuation anyways as the most valuable company in the entire world. And it's because they're not constantly just releasing random things that has nothing to do with the uh, entire ecosystem that they have already built that's really, at this point, not even built on the backs of uh, a Mac and their computer system. It is really built and centered around the iPhone. Well, what is the next thing that they can release and that we can plug into the system, into the family? Might have heard the term, if you're really a tech head, as far as uh, uh, Apple and all these uh uh, tech companies is having this walled garden is basically all these things are plugged into the iPhone, the whole ecosystem. So when someone is in it and they're buying all these gadgets and adding all these services, well, it, it just makes it so much harder for them to leave because, and in many ways, that is like what Board Apes Yacht Club is getting right in the sense that they have so many events, they have so much identity uh, associated with the NFT that yes, they do have some subsequent launches like mutant apes and what have you, but really the the ecosystem is entirely built around the community and what they can add into it to uh, make the project even better. The floor price is not at uh, massive amounts right now. Uh, the last time I checked, it was like 60 or 70 um, ETH, which is just mind-blowing. And I even read an article saying that they they reached the $1 billion mark as far as like sales and secondary sales and what have you, which is just absolutely mind-blowing because a year ago, this entity, this uh, project, this brand just didn't even exist. So to see what happened in uh, that period of time was like, well, why, why are they so amazing? Uh, you know, art is very subjective. A lot of people say, well, the art isn't even all that special, all that great. And they even took seven full days to sell out. So why are they so amazing? Why are they so on top? Why is that community so special? And it's because they have so much built into the project that it's like it has sort of taken on a life of its own. So it's not like the founders and the community has to really pitch something else. All they have to sit down and think is, well, what can we add to the benefit of the people that already hold this project to uh create that value that's going to make them to uh, have a resale value go up. And then as the price goes up, some of the older holders might need the cash or whatever so they could sell it. So now you see all these M&Ms and Britney Spears and all these people coming into the space. Well, why is that? It's not just for the art. It's everything that's built around it. So a lot of times when we're looking at these projects and we're just looking for, okay, the next big thing. And even on Twitter, we can think of like all these influencers that are uh, getting into the space and it seems like every single day, or every single hour, all they're doing is promoting the next project. Well, it's like, why are they doing that? Do they have some kind of uh, financial gain to get? What exactly uh, is it? Um, and, and of course, there's nothing wrong with speaking about, okay, the next project and just wanting to be first. But a lot of times, people are just looking for the next thing. And even some of these creators, it's like, okay, great, that sold out. Now what's the next thing we can go into? But if you look at the projects, the companies, the brands that are around, you know, Nike with sports and 
Rolex with watches and just and so many different leaders that really have uh, gotten to the point of really just dominating their market, their sphere by adding into their ecosystem, adding into the base of users, their customer, uh, the customers that they already have and just growing it into this massive momentum. And another one that just came to mind as I was getting ready to wrap this down of if you look at what Amazon, what Jeff Bezos did with Amazon, you can see the same thing there. He made the the offer of Prime so irresistible that basically it's like uh, you feel like it is irresponsible not to have a Prime account at this point. And they tied in so many features. You're getting uh, shows and music. You're getting uh, free books and um, free shipping and all sorts of things in it. It's like, okay, well, great. Now I'm already paying this uh, fee, this annual fee. So instead of going to Walmart or instead of going down the store or whatever it is, well, might as well order it there. I might as well uh, watch the show that's being offered over there. You know, Thursday Night Football. Yeah, there's a million ways I could watch it, but whatever. I'm already a Prime member. I have the account, so just watch it over there. So the same thing is really happening there, and as we can see, that is another just Goliath of a company, and everything is built around the Prime offer that really has built the community, the loyalty, and everything, all the benefits that are associated with that really propel the company forward. So, I covered a lot. I know I really went off the beaten trail as far as speaking about marketing. I'm speaking about Apple. I'm speaking about all these companies and all sorts of different things. But when you're looking at these NFT projects, I hope you see the, the parallel, how things really tie in because so many companies and projects and things will come and go. But at the end of the day, the ones that build up and have this long lasting impact is because they keep adding uh, more into the ecosystem rather than just shifting, going in a completely different direction and, and just getting a quick new sale, right? So, hopefully that was helpful to you hopefully you found this interesting and as usual i will see you in the next one later the nifty business show is not investment advice it provides insights and information within the space as with anything please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase